views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome, this is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Whoa, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on, and what a great day it is here. Shout out to Mr. Benny. Hi, Mr. Benny. How are you today? Doing well, Pat. Thank you very much. Uh, interesting uh, interesting stuff going on. Um, people were very, very concerned about this Mercury in retrograde. I've had more people talk about it than ever before, and uh, and what's interesting about it it came, it came, it conquered, and it left. So it's really fascinating. I was talking with someone today who was talking about, okay, you know, when does it start? Is it here? How it's affecting? And, you know, what, what, I, what I've come to know is that I'm not even sure when it is, uh, you know, or when it was. But yet now looking back at this, we're still in it a bit, people tell me. They say it's going to be here till Friday, and then there's always this little shadow thing that happens. Uh, and so it's kind of interesting to hear about what it really means. But for most of us, if we didn't hear it from some of our hosts or some of our sponsors or co-hosts, you know, we wouldn't really be paying that much attention to it. However, I will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you, Benny, that... Um, as I look back you know, at the beginning of February, we're, we're pretty struck by the fact that we've had more issues with technology than we've ever had before. Now, some people say, was that Mercury or was it just stuff? And I'd like to believe that it's just stuff. I know if I talked to my friend Madeline Gerwer, she would be like, no, 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 no. No, let me tell you about it. But whether you're feeling the influence of it, from travel, from whatever you're doing. You know, if you are looking at that trickster side of Mercury or that misbehavior side, there are many, many amazing things that get done, whether Mercury is going in the forward direction or not. But today, today what's so cool is we get to look at our lives in a way that um, is expansive. And for those of you that have been doing that all along, then this is really about asking yourself the question, you know, is this what I am here to do? Is this something that I would like to see my life become that it's not already? 
And many people are perfectly happy with what they're doing and the lives they're living. I know I was for a lot of years. But I've been inspired. I've been inspired by the people that I get to talk with. I've been inspired by, you know, the people that contact us uh, at the show. I'm inspired by all of our listeners, by the folks at the stations, by many, many things. And so this has really been kind of cool to be able to look at, you know, what is the inspiration for the days in my life now? And yet at the same time, uh, I've been struck by, you know, some of the sadness and losing people that are important to me and what that means. And how do you think about people that have moved on, that have made their transition? What do we remember about the folks in our lives that uh, were here one day and not another? I know that many of us were really struck by the headline uh, of some of the actors in our, in our culture right now that have gone on from either an overdose or a heart attack or, or other things that we never thought would be possible. We never thought that that would be, you know, the way that, that folks would leave us. But here we are today, and we get to reflect, and that's what today's show is about. It really is about reflection to me. You know, it's about thinking about what this has been like since 9-11. But, but what, are the, what are the people, who are the people that have made such a phenomenal impact on us that we never forget them? We won't forget them. Today is a show about just that. Molly Knight Raskin is joining me here today. And um, she is the author of an incredible book, fascinating story, No Better Time, The Brief Remarkable Life of Danny Lewin, the genius who transformed the Internet. And as I read, you know, and got ready for today's show, I, I couldn't help but be inspired. And at the same time, there's this sadness about, you know, what happens to folks that make such an incredible impact that, that don't get to hang out with us to see the effects of it. But today, Molly is going to talk about that, going to share what this is about this amazing individual that caught her attention, but most importantly, what are, what are the things we can learn about this, the remarkable life of Danny Lewin and what made him special? Because right now, we're looking for heroes. This is a culture that is so fascinated with the heroes of our time. We're looking for them in our pop culture, in the movies that we go to. We look for them in the animated, the billions we spend on, on, you know, looking at people, whether they be animation in the screen or otherwise, that can inspire us. And so today we get to talk to Molly about her amazing journey, her fascinating life, and how she came to understand and know this incredible story. As an author, freelance writer, reporter, and producer, Molly Knight Raskin joins us here today as, again, as said, the author of No Better Time. Molly, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I want to talk, before we, we jump into the book, I want to talk about something that I said in, in the introduction, and, and I'm really struck by it right now. And you know, you know how it gets juxtaposed here for, for me? It's we just mm-hmm. finished an Olympics, 
and uh, not, not not too many people talking about it. <clears throat> and you know, I, I heard someone say, "Oh my gosh, please let's stop talking about what didn't get done, what gold medals didn't get won. Let's talk about what did happen." <clears throat> and I think that this kind of uh, couples this idea of us looking for heroes, heroes at every age, whether it's through animated films, <clears throat> whether it's through vampire movies, we're looking for heroes. What's your sense yeah. of that? Well, I think you're right. And I think that there is, you know, there's there's, there's sort of a catch-22 to that. Um, you know, in some ways it's just human nature because we all want, you know, we want people to look up to and people to aspire to and people to motivate us to do great things. And, but I do think that in our culture, we tend to, you know, um, put people up on a pedestal. And it gets to the point, I think, with our media culture where people are so, um, you know, so honored and so, uh, you know, all this hero talk that um, then we risk sort of disappointment if that person, you know, like all humans, somebody fails in some way or you can't reach that goal. Or So I think it's, a, you know, a bit of a catch-22. I mean, I think... Um, I think it's important to have heroes and to talk about them and to look up to them. But I think we also have to just be a little bit careful about, you know, recognizing also people's, you know, the cracks in in people. And we're all human and we all have failings. And so that's important, too. And so I think that tends not to be a part of the discussion sometimes when we talk about sort of heroes. There's a, a sort of a worship that leaves out that part of the story. It's really interesting, and I, I'm really honored to have you on the show today because, you know, we are going to talk about, we're going to talk about your book. We're going to talk about, you know, this amazing individual, Danny Lewin. And, you know, I wanted to ask you a question. I wanted to ask you, you know, in your life journey, you know, mm-hmm. what was it about uh, Danny? What was it about the, the, the writing this book that really called you forward to, to do this? And, and uh, you know, what was it? Well, um you know, so first some background. I mean, you mentioned a little bit, but I'm a journalist, so I've really spent my entire career telling stories, ones that not only I find interesting, but most importantly, ones that I think have the power to enact some change. And that can be in, you know, just a few people or hopefully in a lot of people. And But it, really, I had been sort of pondering writing a book for a long time, um, you know, writing some longer-form journalism, some longer print stories, and thinking about a book, and it was really um, a lot of different things, but I, I think really the first reason I decided to write the book is because I heard bits and pieces of Danny Lewin's story, just really through a friend of a friend, and my first response, which really does not happen very often, because again, you know, for my, as a profession, I write stories, and a lot of times they seem pretty incredible, um, and they're not everyday stories, but when I heard Danny's story, my first response was, this can't be true. This, this person cannot possibly have accomplished all this by such a young age. And then my second response was, why haven't I heard this story before? And, you know, I lived in uh, New York City on September 11th, 2001, the day that, that Danny lost his life. And I was just really surprised that in all of the stories that came out of that day, I had never heard his. And then it became, though, really, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't at all about the way that he died that inspired me to write the book, it was about the way he lived. And so the more people that I interviewed and the more I got to know the story, um, it really did become for me, it wasn't so much, you know, I would like to write this book. 
it became this really feeling. I had sort of a sense of urgency about it that I had yeah. to write the book. That it kind yeah. of felt to me to tell the story, and that when sort of all the stars collided, and I I had the permission from family and some other folks who were very close to him to actually really dive in and write the book. Um, I knew I had to do it, and I was going to do it really no matter what. Wow. Well, this is really inspirational to see uh, what it is that calls us forth, and especially what was it about this amazing individual that a lot of people did not hear about? And what is it about his life that we're going to learn today from Molly that will inspire each of us to take that next bold move to do something amazing, epic in this lifetime? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. When we come back, we are we would love to introduce you, love to introduce you to Danny Lewin through the eyes of Molly Knight Raskin. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Be still my heart, cause it's freaking out. It's freaking out right now. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistique Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? Tap into your I am energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been. Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I am energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit imenergy.ca. 
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm so glad. I'm so glad Molly Knight Raskin wrote this book. I really, really am. Um, because, you know, sometimes in our lives we forget. You know, we forget about what the inspirations are. You know, we're filled with a pop culture that wants us to focus on things that are important to our pop culture, but sometimes don't really tell the story of of what it means to be out in the world and be inspired to take your own personal life to the next level. And when I say the next level, that's a buzz term, but I say it because I really believe in it. You know, when I was homeless at 17, the next level for me was trying to find a place to sleep. And that was like it. And so wherever you are, whatever walk of life you're in right now, what I want to say to you is you're going to hear some things today that are not only inspiring, but my first time through this book, I had to do it with a box of tissue. So thank you, Molly, for joining me here today. I don't know how well, you thank wrote you the for book having me. a box of tissues. I want to ask you a question. We talked about heroes uh, a few minutes ago during the break. Now, this book says, from Israeli soldier to dot-com zillionaire, the Internet and Danny Lewin. But it doesn't really get underneath the courage, the purpose, the amazing chutzpah that showed up in his life. So I Mm -hmm. want to ask you for, um, I, I want to ask you, you know, Danny Lewin, many people don't know him. What would you say to us to kick this off in, you know, in a three bullet points? What would you want to say about him if you could sum up who he is? Well, um, this is not an easy question uh, because he had a remarkable <laughs> life. Um, but, uh, sure, I would say, you know, that, that the, it, if you ask me why I wrote about Danny Lewin, it was really... Um, you know, not just about his concrete accomplishments or, again, um, you know, the, the way in which he tragically died, um, the company he created. It was more the person, and the person, to me, was heroic. And those three bullet points would be um, tenacity. I mean, just extraordinary tenacity. Uh, the, the second would really be um, exuberance curiosity and exuberance, um, you know, just someone who was interested in everything, you know, no matter how mundane it may seem to somebody else, there was something beautiful and interesting in everything, you know, to be held. And the third, I would say, would be uh, really like a, uh, a belief in something bigger than himself. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's um, it's something that I think we talk about a lot, but not a lot of people have the courage to really believe that. You know, we can all sort of say we believe in things that are bigger than ourselves, but to actually believe that we can create something bigger than ourselves is it takes a certain type of personality. And I think Danny had that. 
you know, one of the things that I want to do is I want to share a little bit of a story here. Um, you know, it, it, the book is called No Better Time, The Brief Remarkable Life of, of Danny Lewin, the genius who transformed the Internet. Uh, what many people don't know is um, what his journey, uh, how his journey became absolutely amazing and, and uh, courageous for so many people. Um, I would love, you know, to know uh, for our listeners, you know, the Internet. Um, I think what we think about the Internet may be that Al Gore created it, but we're so now used to the Internet, we don't really understand what the magnitude of the technological uh, exploration and improvements were that Danny is credited with. And I would love for you to talk a bit about that. Well, sure. I mean, I, I learned a lot while writing the book, which was exciting to me. I mean, I was one of those people that when I started writing the book, I had really no idea how the Internet worked. Um, you know, I log on and take it for granted every day, but I didn't know very much about the history of it. Um, and, you know, so the Internet really started out as a scientific and academic experiment. It wasn't something that, you know, the early creators envisioned as something that we'd all have in our households to shop and watch media and, and chat with our friends and all this kind of thing. They, it was really um, something very different. And... But by the 1990s, you know, the Internet was really created in the 1960s as this experiment that was really funded by, by the Defense Department. And, but by the 90s, you know, it was clear that the technology was really going to allow for something much bigger than that. And, you know, this idea of, you know, sitting in one place uh, in Europe, for example, and communicating with somebody at a library in Cambridge, Massachusetts, was pretty magical, and it was pretty amazing. Yeah. And, you know, by the mid-'90s, um, the Internet was really starting to grow, and this is when uh, Danny Lewin entered MIT as a graduate student. And so he came to uh, – he was a teenager and lived in Israel, and he came to go to graduate school at MIT as a student in computer science right at a time when MIT was really at the cost of, you know, the, the growth of the explosive growth of the Internet to a place where it became universal. You know, so that was really the shift in time when we went from all these companies were beginning to crop up and, and the Internet became a private enterprise, but it was also um, a time when we were really trying to figure out how the architecture of the Internet could support widespread worldwide universal use and access. And that's where Danny stepped in. And he was just a graduate student at MIT. I mean, extremely bright. Um, most people who knew him called him brilliant, a genius, somebody with this really amazing mathematical mind that could just, you know, innately solve equations and problems that most people will never even understand. Um, but he also was really interested and really loved computers. And so he came to MIT at a time when this very small group of theoretical mathematicians at Cambridge were trying to find a way to speed up the delivery of content on the Internet. So at the time, there was this idea that we could move information all over the Internet, but then there was this huge problem, which was called the worldwide wait. And that meant that every time lots of people would try and access the same website, the Internet would crash, the architecture failed, it didn't support massive amounts of traffic. And that's what Danny set out to solve, the problem he set out to solve. But he did so really, you know, at, at first not... Seriously, in the sense that he wrote 
he wrote up a set of ideas for his master's thesis to impress his professor. But this is really where it is. You know, we've talked so much about these past years, right, Molly, Mm -hmm. about what's not been done and how tough they've been. And they have been tough for a lot of people. You know, Mm -hmm. things happening to folks that they never thought would happen. You know, Mm -hmm. being 55 years old, losing your job, being Mm. 18, losing your job, whatever that is, you know, having to go through your 401K, you know, losing home. But one of the things that I've been struck by over this time is how creative we've all gotten. You know, I, I talked to someone not too long ago who lost everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Well-known author, lost everything, found himself homeless on the streets of Sacramento. So what did he mm-hmm. do? He decided to start a nonprofit called I Care America for Homeless. And so it's that level of creativity I think you're talking about, Um an idea that, you know, flourishes and grows. And it sounds like, you know, Danny not only had that, but he had what it took to make it real. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, as I said, Danny, when he came up with this idea that ended up um, really changing the way the Internet works and making him a very, very wealthy man at a very young age, it was, um, you know, life could have gone different ways for him. You know, at the time... He was a graduate student at MIT, but a lot of graduate students at MIT um, just graduate and become teachers. They don't necessarily have job security. Um, Of course, it's an amazing school and one of the best in the world for sciences and engineering, but there were no guarantees. And so Danny arrived there, and for the first year and a half, he was really struggling. In fact, he had a wife and two young children and, you know, really was struggling to pay the bills. I mean, so strapped for cash that um, there were weeks where they didn't even purchase meat for the family because it was more expensive, or they, um, you know, struggled over the decision of whether or not to buy one of their sons a new lunchbox because it had been dented. I mean, they were really strapped for money. And the thing about Danny was that um, probably a lot of his training in the Army and living in Israel where people sort of appreciate you know, every moment because you just never know. And, you know, there's always living under the threat of terrorism. But he really never took anything for granted. And he didn't complain a lot, even when he got to sort of some really low points. And he did have within him, though, this ability to say, it doesn't matter that I'm just a graduate student in my 20s with an idea for a thesis. Um, I don't have any money. I don't have a lot of resources. I don't have connections here in the United States. And he just took it and decided that he had this dream to change the Internet and that he wanted to use math to do it. And people laughed at him at first, and people threw him out of their offices and said, you know, go back to school, kid. There's no way this is going to happen. But it was through that that he maintained the belief in himself that no matter what, he was going to achieve something. And so I think what you're talking about is true, you know, You don't have to be a genius to create something larger than yourself. It just takes what, um, you know, the creativity and the courage, I think, is the other big portion of it. Yeah. It's the courage to say, I'm going to do this, but I might fail. And that, I think, is a difficult leap for people to take. And it's another reason, really, that I wrote the book, because I hope that in reading it, it would maybe give people, no matter what walk of life you're from, the courage to say, I'm going to take a leap and I may fail and that will be okay. You know, the greatest achievements 
you know, the greatest accomplishment is just getting it done. It's not necessarily what the outcome is. Oh, my gosh. We're going to take a short break, Molly. When we come back, we're going to give folks lots of information about the book. And we're going to talk about where is Danny Lewin now? What was it about the events that were about to happen that not only demonstrated his courage, but his boldness to protect his amazing journey of standing up and taking action. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the amazing short life of Danny Lewin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 4th Annual Tappers Gathering this March 1st at Bastyr University. Tapping enthusiasts from across the region will be sharing healing stories, learning different EFT applications, and forging a strong community. This event raises money and awareness for continuing EFT tapping scientific research. All net proceeds go to our 501c3 nonprofit conducting a study showing how EFT can alter gene expression. Bring your cards and information for a fulfilled day of networking and inspiring one another. Visit www.nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. www.nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Psychic World, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, with John G. Sutton, featuring his special guest, Countess Torella. One of Britain's most respected psychic mediums, John is an internationally published author, poet, and professional clairvoyant. His best-selling books include Psychic Pets, featured with John on the Walt Disney Channel, Animal Planet. Currently, John is the feature editor of the monthly Psychic World, which is the UK's Journal of Spiritualism. He has over 30 years of experience working in the field of paranormal studies. Countess Torella has an incredible ability to visualize your future in a positive, passionate way. This show offers all listeners the chance to call in and speak directly to John or the amazing Countess Torella. You can ask your personal questions about love, career, money, relationships, or whatever is troubling you in this often difficult life. What dreams may come? Join John G. Sutton and Countess Torella to discover your answer. See www.psychicworld.net. Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Chakra Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Changemakers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, the arts, education, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit thedrjulieshow.com.
everybody, welcome back. For more information about us, go to the com, our transformationtalkradio.com. You can also go to Twitter, uh, the Dr. Pat Show, Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, and for those of you out there, um, I want to make sure you know how to co- get a copy of the book, No Better Time. Also, to find out more about this incredible story of Danny Loon. Molly, what's the best website to send folks to? Sure. Um, my website is my, just my full name. So it's um, mollynightraskin.com. That's with a K. And I do have a Facebook page also um, where I post updates and information about the book, and that's um, No Better Time on Facebook. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, and, you know, we were talking a little bit. We sort of, you know, had a sense of who Danny Lewin was. But there are many, many people. I bet there are very few people that actually, under, you know, know about, uh, beyond his technical abilities, know about what his role was uh, on that day, 9-11, what, what his mm-hmm. role was in life, what he elected to do on that day. And, you know, I'd love for you to bring us up to date with that and, and sort of give us a sense from your point of view in writing about this, you know, who he was and what did he do that even tops his technical accomplishments? Well, you know, it's interesting. Danny almost seemed, at the, at the beginning of writing this book, it felt like I was writing about two different people because it's so unusual for a you know, mathematician scientists to also be incredibly physically agile and courageous and serve in the Army. It's just not something we think of sort of the stereotypical math geek. And folks at MIT will tell you that that stereotype is rooted in some truth. You know, a lot of um, people who are really good at these subjects you know, spend a lot of time in the library. But Danny was unusual, and he was not only incredibly intellectually gifted from the day he was born, but he was also physically gifted. And really the best at every sport he did, he just was really remarkable. And so as a teenager, he he lived in Israel. He grew up in the United States, but his parents moved to Israel. They were Jewish family. They were interested in Zionism. They moved to Israel when he was a teenager. And after a couple of years there, as a teenage boy, um, he did what all of his friends were doing, which was to serve in the Army. And much to everybody's and amazement, he made it into the most elite counterterrorism unit of the Israeli army, which is a unit that's known for drafting soldiers who are incredibly bright, who can carry out these really high-level secret counterterrorism missions. And he learned a lot about terrorism training. He also just got this incredible sense, I think, of, um, you know, camaraderie, of um, patriotism, and carried that with him, um, you know, left the army to pursue graduate school. So on... uh, September 11, 2001, uh, Danny had already created this company out of his master's thesis. He had made a lot of money from it um, and was getting on a plane that morning as a businessman, went from student to businessman, to go to a meeting in Los Angeles. And um, it was a routine flight for him. I mean, it was some flight he'd done 30 times that year, and he got on the flight that morning and um, was seated in business class because by this time he had quite a bit of money, and uh, shortly after that flight took off, as, as many of your listeners probably know, American Airlines Flight 11 from Logan Airport was the very first plane to be hijacked on September 11th. It was hijacked, well, really shortly into the flight. Uh, the terrorists on board, there were five of them in business class, and they were seated right around Danny, and they took over the plane um, very shortly into flight and then ended up 
flying it um, into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. Um, but what really very few people know about, and, and this did interest me in, in terms of Danny's story in a way in which he was very heroic, was that we do know from the 9-11 Commission report and the research that was carried out about what exactly happened on that flight, that Danny was courageous enough to stand up on his own on that flight when he knew that terrorists were on board and engage in a struggle with one of them and try and stop the hijackers from carrying out the attack. We don't know exactly what happened. We never will. We weren't, you know, we, we can only gather what we got from pieces of information from the flight attendants who so courageously radioed down to ground control. But we do know that Danny got up, that he struggled with one of the terrorists, and that he was killed in that struggle by one of the terrorists who was seated behind him. And so everybody who knows him or served with him in the Army say, you know, he would never, he probably could have taken out four guys, but he could have never known that somebody was seated behind him and that person killed right. him instantaneously. Right. Right. I mean, when we think about this, you know, as we said earlier, um, you know, these are times for inspiration and much more. And so when I talk about uh, looking for heroes, thinking about people, perhaps, that um, are now called to, to, to know about. You know, I'm really struck by the, the notion that, first of all, this book is out now. And secondly, that it so represents the kind of courage that people are truly trying to aspire to. And I wanted to ask you about that. You know, this is this is a this is a guy that did get on a plane, go into a business meeting, that decided to stand up one day for what he believed in. And I wanted to talk with you about that. A friend of mine said to me the other day, Molly, said, What happened to our stands upmanship? And I thought, What? Is that like even a word? Stands up? And I didn't quite understand it except when she went on to talk about that. And I wanted to, to ask you, if we could fast forward to where we are today, what would you want to say to people listening to the show uh, that we could learn from a Danny Lewin? Well, there's so much. And, and again, this is really why I wrote the book. You know, I didn't write it to give a history of the Internet or, um, you know, that's part of it. But I wrote about it because he uh, was heroic to me in his short lifetime. And so I think what I would, would say is that, you know, there are a number of lessons you can take from his story, but, you know, that, that the greatest courage I think that, that we, you know, have the ability to tap into within ourselves is the courage to fail. Um, I talked a little bit about that earlier, but, you yeah. know, Annie must have known and I've, I replayed this moment so many times while I was writing the book, and it was the hardest part of writing the book for me, mm. was he must have known when he got on that flight, shortly into the flight, that something very bad was going to happen. I mean, he, nobody else may have known, but this is a guy who trained to fight terrorists in the Army, and he also knew conversational Arabic. He must have known very soon into that flight that something bad was going to happen, and he had the choice. He could have remained seated, hoped that it would have ended well. But he stood up and fought back after he saw these hijackers attack the flight attendants and, and try to take their lives. And he would have never, this is being, I interviewed 150 people for the book, every single right. one of them said he would never have stood for that. He stood up for everything he fought 
everything he thought was wrong. And he did so without thinking about himself. He did so because it was the right thing to do. And, you know, it wasn't just, again, the way he, in the way he died, but also in the way he lived his life, which was to consistently stand up and say, you know, I know you don't believe in me, or you don't believe this is possible, but I'm not afraid to fail. And mm-hmm. to me, um, you know, even as, as the writer of the story, um, it changed me in some ways. And so that's what I hope that the takeaway is from the book and that people do take away, which is the idea that, you know, everybody should have the courage to fail and pursue, you know, our dreams, no matter what they are, big, small, whatever they are. Well, you know, one of the things that I think is, is, is so important is how we're redefining courage, how we're redefining mm-hmm. boldness. You know, what does it come to mean today to people? You know, uh, and you and I were talking during the last break, and I'd love to talk with you about this when we come back, about what is the definition of boldness now, asking ourselves mm-hmm. the question, you know, to what length are we willing to go and for mm-hmm. what purpose? Uh, Molly, before we go to break, please give out your website one more time. When we come back, we're going to talk about what Danny Lewin has come to mean, both from the world of technology, from the way he lived his life, and from the way that we can each learn and then live. Give out your website one more time. Best way to find out about the book. Sure. It's www.mollyknight.com. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk about what does this mean now? Fast forward many, many, many years. What is it about reading about people like Danny that still to this day inspire us, inspire us to be better than we ever have been? Thanks to Molly Knight Raskin, my very special guest today. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com. That's www.transformationtalkradio.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. 
Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I love the title of this book, Molly, No Better Time. And you know what? I want to ask you about that in the context of where we are now. Fast forward, right, to where we are today and, you know, what we could learn from Danny Lewin, what we could learn about what he did, what he stood for, and how we can apply it to today's world and where we are searching for heroes. And I mentioned to you during one of the breaks that I got to interview Margot Adler who wrote Vampires Are Us. And I thought, oh, my gosh, doesn't that (laughs) And yet I'm laughing about it. And someone said, someone emailed me about that show and said, oh, my gosh, you know, can't we find any other heroes except for the Cullen Mm -hmm. family? And I said, well, wait a minute. You know, let me think. I'll I'll ask Molly about that. And so, Molly, fast forward where we are today and what Danny Lewin actually stands for. Well, I do, I do have strong feelings about this because, uh, you know, particularly as a journalist, I feel like, you know, I, I look at some of the ways in which, you know, the media and our society and culture put certain people on pedestals today and, and, and calls them heroes. And, and certainly, you know, there, everybody has a different definition of, of hero. Um, but, you know, in my mind, um, you know, if you look at the story of Danny Lewin, it, it wasn't making a lot of money and being rich that made him a hero or made him interesting. It wasn't, uh, you know, being really good at math and science that made him interesting. It wasn't, uh, you know, running this multi-billion-dollar company really that made him interesting. Those were pieces of the story, but the reason to me that he was heroic, um, you know, there are two main reasons, and the first, as I mentioned, was that he did stand up and fight back that day on that fight on September 11th, which took um, the kind of courage and bravery I've, you know, I've never known. Um, and the second, though, is that he was so courageous with his choices in life and that he, you know, one of my favorite quotes, and I say it sort of all the time, um, is, is, is a quote from Gandhi that is, these are things that you wish to see in the world. And people who, hero- who are heroic to me um, embody that. You know, they, they look at 
the way in which they can make the world a better place, and then they do something about it. And so, again, I, I'm not saying, you know, you have to create, uh, change the way the Internet works to be a hero. But if there's any way in your life that you do something that makes the world a better place and, you know, that you step outside yourself and, and make a sacrifice and, you know, stand up and not be afraid to fall, it's that to me is heroic. And that's what Danny's story embodies to me as a young man who really just plowed forward. He saw a need. He knew the Internet would provide critical information one day. And he decided to find a way to make it work better. And, and he knew that he had within himself the skills to do that. And so to me, that's heroic. People who are the change that they wish to see in the world. And if they aren't, they're trying to be. And that is good enough for me, you know, and I think that's heroic. So I think, you know, if we look to more people like that today, we're, um, you know, that's, that's just a really great role model for today's youth, for, for anybody who's trying to reinvent themselves or make, you know, make any sort of change. Well, and let's talk about this in terms of the law of relativity. <laughs> I'm not really going to talk about that law, Molly. Um, but, uh, but I am going to reference it, right, a little bit. Yep. What an interesting term for a, for a, a law, right? Law of relativity. Yep. Um, and so, and that's really why I want to talk about it because I'm so glad you wrote about this, so we don't forget. See, I don't want us to forget. Um, and someone the other day said they went to the movies and they saw Monuments Men. And they mm-hmm. saw the movie, and they were just like, oh, my gosh, you know, why are we still playing this over and over again? And I said to them, so we don't forget. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't forget that there are things in the world that are out there that only through acts of courage and boldness and being able to, to stand up for what you believe in, you know, are we going to be able to get creative about our planet and the world? And that's really, you know, the question for, for us, relatively, relativity. You know, it's not just about all of us standing up and attacking a terrorist. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think what you're saying, Molly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that we have epic acts of courage inside each of us. Epic, epic acts of courage. But they may not look like this. They may look like handing over 50 cents to a homeless person that you passed 364 days of the year, and on one day, you decide to give him or her 50 cents. So I would like for you to talk about that for a minute. What does the world need now? Well, I think you're absolutely right, and that is what I mean by be the change you wish to see. And, you know, we absolutely, we have, you know, we all have obligations. We have, you know, um, to put food on our tables and roofs over our heads. And sometimes that in and of itself requires a lot of struggle. And so, and I appreciate that. You know, I'm I'm a mother of two. I'm a working mother of two, and I'm busy, and oftentimes I get caught up in just, you know, the mundane tasks of life. But, you know, uh, I think, you know, again, the story of Danny Lewin is a story of someone who, who had all those obligations but took the time and pushed himself and, and took the risk to also do something bigger. And, you know, for him... That was because the skills as a mathematician and scientist. It was something huge. It transformed the way the internet worked. But in our daily lives, it doesn't have to be on that scale. It's um, you know, my view is always if you can, you know, as a journalist, if I can change the way one person thinks by writing a story for the newspaper or putting it on TV, then I've accomplished something. Um, so you know, and I've always taken that view even with small stories that perhaps 
people don't think anyone's really going to be interested in or care about, but maybe, just maybe one person reads it and thinks differently, and because they think differently, um, they inspire change in somebody else. And so it is, there's a domino effect, and, and it is the theory of relativity, and it's all kind of, you know, what what can you do? What are you capable of? Given your limitations, whatever they may be, what are you capable of? And we're all capable of doing something greater than ourselves. We all are. Um, you know, like you said, even if it means handing over some money to that person in need or or checking in on a neighbor who's sick or, you know, helping out at the school on a day in which they need an extra hand. It's all possible, and it's all great, and it does make people heroic. I love it. I want to thank you so much for uh, writing this book and for reminding all of us um, about this. I mean, you've been a producer and a reporter. You've been for, you know, the News Hour. You've been on CNN, NPR, CBS. You've been, you've been out in the media, out in the public, and in a way that many of us have not. And I want to thank you for um, having the courage to write the book and taking the time to do it in such a brilliant, beautiful way. Certainly for me, when I went through and I read it, I, I was really both left brain and right brain going on. You know, I was, I was in this place where this was an extraordinary man, and yet at the same time saddened by his act of courage that mm-hmm. we'll never really know the impact of that long term. Uh, so thank you so much. Molly, I have one question for you left. Absolutely, and I want, I want to thank you for the time. It's been wonderful. Ah, amazing. You know, personal message. I love, to, I love to close our conversation with this question. I'd like to know what your personal message is. What would you like to leave all of us with today, our listeners, you know, people that have, uh, are going to listen to this maybe a week from now and those that are listening right now? What would you like to leave us with here today? Well, I'd like to leave you with this. Um, you know, you pick up the book, and the story is of Danny Lewin, who lost his life tragically on September 11th. And, but the story, to me, is is not uh, a tragic one. It, that moment was tragic, but Danny's story didn't end there. And so I guess that's what I want to leave everybody with, you know, is that we all um, go through life, and, and everybody has legacy, you know, whether that be through our children or our work or a combination of both. And I think that, um, you know, I'd like to leave everyone with the idea that, um, you know, as I've said, like we all have within us the ability to create something larger than, than us that outlives us or outlasts us. And, you know, that's just something to think about as we go through everyday life. But, you know, what, what do we want to achieve and accomplish that, that goes on? And, um, and Danny achieved that in so many ways. And it's in the people at the company who still work there today because of him and his work ethic or, and his two beautiful children who are, you know, alive and well today. And so whatever it is, um, think about that. Think about your legacy because legacy is important and in some ways it's so much of what, what we have. Oh, I love it. Molly, one more time, give out the website and again, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Pat. It's uh, www.mollynightraskin.com. Wow. Molly, thank you so much for joining us here today. A fabulous book. If if you're listening to this show and you want to be inspired and you want your children to be inspired, this is an incredible story. Let us not forget Danny Loon. Molly, again, thank you. Um, Thank you so much. For those of you out there, oh, my gosh. For those of you out there, um, I hope you heard something today 
that will inspire you to take that launch, that movement forward, whether it's about health, wellness, prosperity, or just simply doing something for yourself today so that you can show up better. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Feel like you just can't find your happiness? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Not feeling comfortable in your body? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy has a divine healing gift, and her process will help you experience a perspective reboot. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk radio. 
Listen to the Yo Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts.com. 